What up, Drama Army? Welcome back to So Dramatic. I am so pumped for today's so exclusive episode because I have my favorite contestant from this year's Big Brother on the show. The master manipulator of the house himself who managed to spin a bigger web of lies than Bryce from Married at First Sight, if that is even possible. The one and only resident spoilt brat, Ari Kimber. Ari sets the record straight on claims he used to work at Channel 7 and was cast on the show as a mold to stir drama within the house. He reveals the current status of his relationship with Big Brother winner Marley and whether or not they managed to patch things up at the finale after that iconic moment where he stormed out of the house without saying goodbye to any of his housemates. Twice. Hashtag diva. He also spills details about all the drama that went down in the house that did not make it to our screens, including the huge fights, feuds, and hookups that were left on the cutting room floor. And he reveals just how scripted the show really is. Ari breaks his silence on the shocking claims made by former Big Brother star, another personal favorite of mine, Angelicious Clancy, after she claimed that he scammed her. There is some hot tea there, guys. Mark my words. Plus, he tells us his true thoughts and feelings about controversial star Danny, if he was favoured by producers and whether or not the show is rigged. Plus, the juiciest part of our chat, why Ari refused to go on Tully's Big Brother podcast. Plus, lots more. So much drama, so little time. Let's get into the show. Do not fight amongst yourselves. Please come to me. So will you confirm or deny? At least you're honest with me. So exclusive. So I've got Ari Kimba from Big Brother on the phone. Hey, Ari. Hi, Dal. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to be chatting to you. Yay, me too. I'm glad we finally met. I know. Well, the thing was during Big Brother, I actually wasn't watching, but... No, neither was I. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I did because I've been in lockdown for a few weeks now. I have been binging it. So I finished. I'm all up to speed. So I know everything that went down. So I'm ready to interview some Big Brother people now. Yeah. Oh, good. I mean, it must have taken a lot to get through that show i enjoyed it it's good it's just the episodes are so long and there's so many of them you know what i hate i hate the challenges i wish they just had you oh. guys in the house that's the thing because i'm like oh big brother you got to meet our personality and then you got to see our personalities and you know you got to really kind of meet the contestants and get to know them but this season it's just like wake up do a challenge do a food trial go to eviction evict people do you know what i mean like you don't really get to you don't really get to you know in-depthly know the housemates and i think it's too quick like yeah the beauty of big brother was when it was so boring and you guys had nothing to do that's when the magic happened oh 100 i'm like i live for the drama and the fights <laughs> and i was like so many times in the house there were massive fights and i was like yes can't wait to watch this back and they cut it all because it's all you know i guess it's all about the challenges and the strategy and i'm like no big brother is about gossip and drama and fights and arguments like that's the bit i live for and they just cut it all so that was a bit shit. What dramas did we miss? Oh, my God, so many drama. I mean, Danny and Nick had huge fights with Katie, like, 
I mean, they abused her a couple of times and she got really upset. Jess and Danny had huge fights. I mean, even I, I mean, I love Jess. I even like, I had a run in with Jess, but you know, every time there was some sort of kind of confrontation, they didn't really air it. What was like the biggest, juiciest one? Like, were they just all yelling matches or like what happened? So the biggest fight I think is the one that I, oh, I bloody missed it. I think I was like in the shower or something, but everyone just said that Danny and Nick had a fight with Katie and apparently that feud was probably the biggest and most heated fight, but I was in like the diary room or the shower or something. Oh, was that when Tilly was made to stay in the diary room? I think so. Cause I was in a different diary room. Um, and wait, there's two, there's three. What? Yeah. There's three diary rooms. Is that known? I thought there was only one. So there's a diary room and then there's interview rooms. The interview rooms look the exact same as the diary room. Oh my God. Yeah. I had no idea. It's just because there's like, you know, at the start, there's 26 housemates. So there's so much to get through. And I think it's just for if like, you know, like later down the track, it's very stressful. And there's probably 10 people at a time that are like, I need to talk to Big Brother. So I think it's just so they can, you know, because Big Brother's really good. They look after your welfare a lot. So I think it's just so you've got a place to go if you need to talk to someone. Well, I guess if there's 26 contestants, there'd almost be like a lineup to get into the diary room. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So I think it's just so they can, you know, make sure you're okay. So is Big Brother more than one person? Is it just a producer with a voice disguised? Uh, no, no, no. We hear like, like we hear the big, like, um, I mean, certain times you hear producers when you have to do stuff. Like, you know, we would hear the producers on the day when there's like the heat wave and all that sort of stuff. But no, like you just, you normally just hear the main big brother. So it's one person the whole time. Oh, no, no. Like you hear different voices, but it's mainly that big brother. But they do, you know, there's different um, big brothers because obviously that voice can't be there. Like that guy can't be there 24-7. Do you hear that voice that we hear on the TV or do you hear a normal voice? No, we hear the voice you hear on TV, but just like, like you hear it when we do challenges and, you know, like eviction ceremonies and the food tasks and stuff. But there's other voices that you hear because obviously that person, you know, can't be there 24 seven. That is crazy. I had no idea. I didn't even think about the diary room situation. Yeah. I think it's just like a welfare thing in case people are stressed and they talk to someone because, you know, the people in that house are nutcases. <laughs> Who was the biggest nutcase? Uh, I think probably Danny. I've never met someone more like intense and volatile and competitive in my entire life. <laughs> he is a, a force of nature. Before I was watching, because there was so much hype around Danny and everyone mm. was saying how much they loved him. And yeah, no. I just didn't get it because I just saw his Instagram. I was like, oh, it's just like <laughs> a random man. But yeah, when I watched it... When I watched it, I was like, no, he is gold. Like, he was so funny. He was so manipulative. Like, he was playing the game. Oh, yeah. I love his double standards. Like, I, that's what I love watching back where he's like, I'm a man of my word. You have to <laughs> live and die by your word. But then he backstabbed everyone. And I was like, you're such a hypocrite. But I mean, I love it. And then, like, when he got backstabbed, he was holding back tears and like, this isn't the game I play when he's backstabbed <laughs> everyone. Because <laughs> he, he evicted me after he shook my hand and said, we're safe. And then when I came back and then I evicted him, but it, like it was okay for him to get rid of me, but not okay for me to get rid of him. <laughs> and I mean, that's another thing that I hate. I mean, so many people in that house backstabbed and, you know, went back on their handshakes, but they don't air it. They only aired me being a manipulative <laughs> liar, but everyone else is manipulative liars too. They just didn't air it. I um, loved your edit. Like, Thanks, me too. I was so happy with that. <laughs> the web of lies that you spun was out of control. <laughs> the master manipulator... <laughs> I mean, the house is just so boring. I literally went to my brother one day and I was like, I'm bored. He's like, go make up lies. I was like, okay, guys, Brenton used the peanut butter. Like, 
It's just so boring in there. I'm like, what can I do to create some form of entertainment? I was told that you were pouring perfume down the sink, throwing people's yeah, stuff in the bin. They didn't air it. Someone nominated me once and I poured a whole bottle of shampoo on <laughs> a towel. I did some great stuff. Now, you also got caught out telling a number of white lies during filming. You seem to own it, though. Yes. And I think that's what made me different to other housemates is that, I mean, there's still housemates right now that don't like each other because, you know, people lied and manipulated that sort of <laughs> stuff. And everyone's still angry at these people for lying. But because I owned it and I said, look, this is my gameplay. I mean, I'm not someone like Marley or Christina who's like, you know, gorgeous and just like a, a bubble, you know, life at the party that everyone's just drawn to. I was like, I'm a little bit awkward. I'm a little bit of a bitch. I was like, I've got to use my strengths. And if I'm going to progress in this game, I've got to just lie my teeth out to make these people think we're besties. But I was like, just own it. But, you know, people love to think that they're, you know, moral and kind and loving. But they're really not. It's like, stop pretending. Everyone's everyone's a little liar inside. You know, just, just stop pretending that you're a nice person when you're not. Well, that's the game. 100% the game's to, you know, manipulate and outwit people. But... You know, apparently for some people, the game's like, who's an honest, nice guy? I was like, that's so boring. I personally cannot stand people that are like fake nice. I'd rather just oh, be like, no, I'm not nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bitch. Great. Move on. So with the lies, mm. what is real and what isn't? Like you said you're a nanny, you're a talent manager, your family's from Kenya. What else? You went to a <laughs> private school, you're from the country. What's the truth? <laughs> I just said whatever I needed to anyone. Uh, but I'm a little bit of everything. I mean, I went to a private school. I'm from the country. I'm just from a normal family. I've lived in the eastern suburbs for about five years now. And I straight from school, I came out and I worked for a high net worth company. So I was like a nanny. I was a personal assistant. I was a family manager. So I've always done that sort of stuff. And then about a year ago, I've gone in on my own. And I'm just trying to, I'm trying to build that up with, you know, a management agency that kind of covers talent and it covers high net worth individuals and a bit of everything. But I mean... I change my mind every day. I think I've started and quit about 47 different businesses. I'm like, oh, I want to be a doctor today. I want to be this day. I want to be that day. Like, I can't make up my mind. I change every five seconds. How old are you? 23. Oh, my God. You've lived like 8 million lives already. Oh, I've lived a weird life. I mean, I think that's probably my appeal to Big Brother, but they're probably like, oh, this guy's a little bit of an asshole. Let's get him on the show. Now, speaking of that, actually, I wanted to ask you, there were some rumours that I put on this podcast, actually, that you used to work for Channel 7 as well. <laughs> How funny. No, I never worked there. I was just an intern because I did a communications degree and for that I did journalism subjects. So we had to do internships at like magazines and radio and stuff. And I did, I did an internship at Sunrise and then I went through wanting to be a TV producer phase. And then I went and interned again at the morning show. So I never worked there. I was just an intern. And that wasn't how you got on the show? through your connections no, there? No, no, not at all, because the show's produced by Endemol Shine. It's a completely different thing. So, I mean, everything's done through there. Nothing's done through Seven until the show is finished. I mean, I'm pretty sure that Endemol Shine pitches the housemates to Seven and then Seven has the final say and either goes, yes, we want them, no, we don't want them. I mean, that's what happened to me last season. Endemol Shine put me to Channel 7 for season one. And then Channel 7 said, no, we don't want him. But they said yes to me for, you know, season two. Oh, wow. um, but no, it was it was only after the show was out. It was when, you know, people at Sunrise were messaging me going, um, oh, my God, you were out in 10. I just saw you on the trailer for Big Brother. <laughs> Um, so yeah, no, that wasn't how I got on the show, but no, I never worked. I was just an intern. So you applied for season one and then they called you back for season two? 
Um, so I applied for season one and I made it all the way to the final casting, but I was in the same group as Alan and they tend to only pick one person from each group and they chose Alan from my group. So Alan went through and then I messaged the producer and I was like, should I apply? And she called me back and she was like, babe, definitely apply. So I applied and that's where I met Katie because Katie and I were in the same group and we auditioned together and, you know, um, we met there. And so that was how I, I knew her going into the house. But, um, but yeah, so I got on for season two. Interesting. Now, Marley did come out and say that, well, he basically confirmed what I had said on the podcast and some of the other contestants I was speaking to during the season said that they thought that you might have even been a mole and puppeteering from within. Is there any truth to that? Uh, no, not at all. I mean, oh. look, I'm, I'm not a Channel 7 mole. I <laughs> applied like everybody else. Like, that's all normal. I mean, I did get on really well with producers. And, you know, if they did give me a little hint to spy something <laughs> up or make something a little bit more interesting, I think they knew they could count on me to kind of, you know, go for the throat a bit but but no I definitely I wasn't a mole I kind of wish I was a bit more exciting so producers were basically egging you on like you should go and do that that'll be really funny giving you some tips I think I would just use them as a sounding board I was like "Mm, (laughs) like I would say to them you know oh this person's pissed me off am I allowed to chuckle they're shooting the bin they're like no hurry don't do that where I'm like can I do this and like yeah do that (laughs) I love that I'd be doing whatever I, I can to make it entertaining. I'd be like, tell me what to do, I'll do it. Literally. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I think that certain people make the show good and people make the show shit. So if someone kind of sucks, they're not really going to want them to stick around. So they're going to try to influence you to get rid of them. I think you and Danny personally made the show. Thanks. So I getting rid of when I won that challenge at top five, getting rid of Danny is my biggest mistake. I regret that. And I always will. But it was such a great move. You took out the general. I know. So I was happy to do that. But I'm like, if I got rid of Marley instead, I probably could have won that final challenge and got to the end. That's true. Maybe one because I don't think anyone voted for the girls. Do you think that Marley, like, do you think he should have won? I saw that you looked pretty unhappy when he was announced as the winner. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look, I mean, Marley's a nice guy. And I think out of the three up there, he probably deserved the money the most. And I mean, I obviously feel sorry for him because he's had a hard upbringing. But in terms of gameplay, he didn't really have to fight his way to the end the way Christina and SJ did. I mean, Mm. those girls had to fight so hard to get to the end where he kind of just cruised there. And again, I'm just like, oh, can like a nice, you know, good looking deserving person not win for once like let a little <laughs> asshole like me or Danny win like that would just make it so much more interesting imagine Danny Danny's already obviously he's got a lot of money so I don't know if he oh, yeah. if people would have voted for him maybe they would have felt bad for Marley and like well Danny doesn't need the money that's the thing that's why I mean going in my strategy was kind of to you know eliminate like charity cases and welfare <laughs> cases because I was like if Ari from Vaucluse is at the end with you know John from the bush. John from the bush is going to get the money. So I was like, I need to evict poor people and take rich people to the end. So that's why I was like, Danny, SJ, let's go. You needed to be there yet with Danny and SJ, the two oldies. Exactly, because like they're richer than me. So I was like, let's take them. What would you have spent the money on? Oh, like I don't know. I think I told people in there I'd give money to charity, but I definitely would not. Um, <laughs> Straight to Polo Ralph Lauren. Yeah, I'd just go for a shop, get a new car. Why not? <laughs> Um, speaking of Marley, what actually happened between you guys? I saw that iconic walk-off. Well, it was two walk-offs where you stormed out of the house without saying goodbye. 
So that's what, yes. And then he came out and then the article said, Marley talked about the tension on stage. I was like, what tension? I was like, like, it was fine. We got on fine. I mean, obviously I walked out and we didn't talk like for a while, but he was on FaceTime with Tilly when I was hanging out with Tilly and he's like, Ari, you're a star. And we were chatting like it was normal. And then when I saw him at finale, I gave him a hug and I was like, good to see you. And he's like, I miss you. And then one he won, I was like, congrats, mate. I'm really proud of you. Like, there wasn't that much tension on my end, but I mean, maybe I just give some filthy looks and don't even realise I'm doing it. <laughs> a couple of eye rolls, a couple of snarly yeah, looks. I, I, I forget my facials are so transparent sometimes. So you guys are friends now? Oh, like we're not friends. We don't follow each other on Instagram. We don't hang out, but like we're civil enough. Like I was on Instagram live the other day, like nothing happens. Like there's no, there's no tension between them. I mean, That's I think good. it's hard to have with Marley because he is just so kind of like placid. <laughs> It's hard to have a fight with him, I would think. I know it is. It's really hard to have a fight with him because he's just, he's too nice. It's nice to the point where it's like, oh, give me a break. (laughs) What did you think about his alliance with Tilly? I think those two are like fully in love. Like there's something going on there, surely. There's, I mean, I said that to her. I said to Tilly's face, I was like, are you sure you two are in love? And she's like, no, we're just like brother and sister. Um, but no, they're like best friends. They're like inseparable. They're like, you know, myself and Charlotte Hall, like super close. Now, Charlotte is the stylist, right? Yes. Okay. Because there was two Charlottes. Yeah. So there's twin Charlotte, who I really like. Yeah. And then that's Charlotte McChrystal. And then there's Charlotte Hall, who's the stylist in Brisbane, who's like one of my best friends. Okay. Because I was confused. So the reason why you were having this call, actually, we went off on a tangent. But I slid into your DMs because I heard on Tully's podcast that she said that you refused to speak to her and do an interview. So, Did she say that on the podcast? Yes, that's how I knew about it because I was listening to that because I was like, maybe I'll just listen to that podcast so I don't have to watch the whole series. And she uh, said she was kind of bitching about you and said, Ari's refused to come on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so Who I was, was she talking to when she said it? Um, I think it was Marley. Okay. I mean, does anyone even listen to Tully's podcast? <laughs> Too much Tully. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I did not want to go on her podcast because she was talking shit about Charlotte Hall and I was like, no, Charlotte's my best friend. I'm not going on your podcast. So that's why I slid into your DMs and I was like, what the hell's going on with Tully? And you said yeah. there was a f- she said something about Charlotte. And so I didn't actually know which Charlotte. And I was like, I've got to get you on the podcast here, hear all yeah. about this. So what happened? No, so Charlotte Hall, in one of her podcasts, she was like, um, I mean, I don't listen to her podcast. Um, but, I mean, I think, you know, one of the six people that do listen to her podcast <laughs> said something along the lines of, you know, she talks shit about Charlotte Hall or something. Um and said she was crap at the game and didn't play the game and, you know, yada, yada, yada. And Charlotte's one of my best friends. And I was like, well, if she's talking shit about Charlotte, I'm not going to go on her podcast. So when my publicist was like, you know, do you want to talk to Tully on the podcast? <laughs> I was like, no, not for me. <laughs> I am dying. Did Charlotte do the podcast? No way. <laughs> no, thank you, Tully. I mean, I'd never even heard of Tally because I didn't watch Big Brother and apparently she was on it like like 47 years ago or something. <laughs> so I was like, surely it's not that relevant. Thank God. So you're not a Tully fan? Oh, like I've never met her, but I mean, everyone in the house was like, oh my God, can't wait to go on Tully's podcast. And I was like, who the hell is Tully? Um, <laughs> but since getting out, I went on her Instagram and found out who Tully is. But yeah, nah. I mean, I'm just over Big Brother. Like, let's move on, guys. Let's talk about something else. Do you know what I mean? 
I love that you're like such a loyal friend. That's really good to hear. Yeah, that's the thing. Like in the house, I'm a little bitch, but like in real life, I'm incredibly loyal. So I didn't really want to give her the satisfaction of going on a show if she was talking shit about one of my best friends. Well, you're on this show now. That's all that matters. Exactly. Now, another feud you're having at the moment, I believe, (laughs) is with Angela, Angelicious Clancy from last season. Oh, yes. I really like Angela. I don't want to have a feud with her. She's my favourite. I am... I'm just obsessed with her. Every day I want to post everything that she posts. Her videos are I hilarious. Love her. I, I think she's incredible. So, you know, that's when I was going through this phase of a talent agency wanting to start one up and do it. I was like, I want Angela. But no, I really like her. I've got nothing against her. So she posted the other day a video and I think she was responding because I think I did a story on the podcast and I said that you used to manage Angela and Xavier from last year at your talent management Yes. And she came out and said she was never managed by you, but you scammed her. That's what I don't get. I mean, like, there was no contract exchange. Like, I never fully managed her. I just had, a, um, like, a Zoom with her and tried to talk to her and tried to come up with some ideas because um, I, I love all that marketing stuff and everything like that. But I don't know how she said I scammed her. I mean, like, I mean, my talent agency, when I spoke to her, was ages ago and in the very early stages. And it was literally a uni assessment that I tried to kind of bring to fruition and and work on a business and I've got some, you know, I'm doing some stuff for some people. But no, I don't know what she meant when she said I scammed her because I didn't, like, I didn't do anything. Like, I like literally didn't, we didn't sign anything. I didn't find her any work. Like, I literally had a Skype session with her and that's it. Um, but, like, I've got no other feelings. I think she's really funny and, you know, I would love to manage her. Angela, can I please be your manager? I think you're fantastic. <laughs> Angela, um, Angela, if you're listening. Maybe Angela, she, if you're listening, I love you. I want to be a manager. Maybe she thought that, because you said you didn't do anything, maybe that's it. Maybe she thought that she was going to get all of this stuff and then it never happened or something like that. Because well, that's, that's, that's the thing that's with the talent thing, management. Like, it's not guaranteed. Exactly. That's the thing. Like, I tried really hard. Like, I contacted a lot of brands, a lot of companies. I tried really hard, but nothing just came of it. So, I'm, I'm, I mean, maybe she thinks that, you know, I didn't, I didn't get her stuff or, you know, I was pretending like I like I am. I do I do manage some people, but no, I think she might have just thought that because I couldn't get some work. But I don't think that's any like that's not about her. It's just Big Brother's a really polarizing show. Like so, I mean, I feel like it can either make you or break you. And you know, a lot of brands I think are a bit scared to work with people from Big Brother because the show is so kind of a little bit controversial. Well, it's a little bit different to the people that go on Maths or Bachelor, like. Oh, 100%. It's yeah. such a diverse range of people and it's kind of like it's a show you don't really go on to become an influencer. Like if you want to be an influencer, no, go on maths. So it's yeah, a little exactly. bit hard. Maths is going to give you, you know, half a million followers, like a couple of hundred thousand followers where Big Brother's just like for the fun of it. <laughs> I can't imagine Angela like spruiking some protein powder, although she'd make it entertaining. She would. She would. She's like, I know. I think more brands should try and work with her. She'd be good for them. She's funny. Now, a few other random questions before I let you go. Tell oh. me about Mary. I love Mary. What was she I like? I love Mary. I really love Mary. I'm obsessed with her. Yeah, she's really great. I love her. She's like her mum. She has messages and, you know, she checks in. She's like, how you going, darling? Hope you're well. Um, yeah, no, I love Mary. Did Christina have a secret boyfriend during filming was the other thing I wanted to ask. No. So I'm pretty sure, no, they were like, um, like they broke up before the show. Okay, because a few other contestants were saying that she confessed after the show that, yes, it was true. No, she wasn't. They weren't dating during the show. They were dating 
like a bit before the show, but while she was on the show, she was single. And they're together now? Um, no, they're not together. Oh, okay. No, I messaged her the other day. I was like, are you still dating? Are you together? And she's like, no. Interesting. The plot thickens. Yeah. I know. What was SJ like? I know she had a relationship with Sonia before the show too, and we were questioning whether, uh, like, if she got on the show due to her connection with Sonia, was there any mention of that? Um, no, it wasn't for Sonia. I just know that the production company contacted her manager and then her manager spoke with her and then did it. So I don't think so. I mean, I mean, I think her Sonia, her connection with Sonia was quite brief. Um, like she said to me, it wasn't through Sonia. And I think she would tell me the truth because I'm good friends with her. But no, I think I think just the production company contacted her ma- her management. Did she ever mention during the show like, oh, I've met Sonia before or we're friends? Or- no, no. She didn't say anything. See, that's weird. Like, if I was her and I'd, like, done the interview or met her or whatever, I would have been like, oh, I've met her once before. She's really nice. Or Yeah. It's kind of sus. I mean, like, Adriana mentioned her because I think Adriana did a styling thing with her or something and Tilly mentioned it because Tilly's auntie or godmother or someone is friends with her or something. I don't know. Um, But, no, SJ never mentioned it. Interesting. Now, one other contestant. Back to Danny. Mm-hmm. Was he favoured by producers in any way? Like he seemed to have a lot of advantages. I did a whole episode on like is Big Brother rigged because all of this stuff with Danny just wasn't really adding up. What's the go there? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's hard because, I mean, people could say the same about me. Like I had quite a few lifelines. I mean, obviously he got that key thing, which I think that one would have just been pure luck. Uh, but I know Danny did get quite a lot of advantages, but... I mean, I don't know if it's rigged or not because people were talking about it being rigged with an eviction ceremony with, um, like, Charlotte McChrystal or something. But, I mean, I don't bloody read anything about the show. But I don't know. Like, it's so hard to say. I mean, I don't think it's rigged, but, I mean, it very well could be. Well, I think as well, like, I understand why, like, if it was rigged, like, I totally understand why, because oh, last so year, Angela, like, yeah, Angela left in the first episode, and I was like, if you get rid of Angela, there's no show, so. so gone. Exactly, she made last season interesting. Exactly, so I can understand why they would have wanted to keep him around, but I just, it was interesting, and then the next day, he was at the Channel 7 offices, it was like this whole conspiracy theory, oh and. I didn't even follow him on Instagram. Like, I've got no bloody idea. I mean, it is strange that we were all, you know, we're all told so heavily, like, during filming, you are not allowed to post anything that is not related to the show. And, I mean, he's posting whatever the hell he wants. And I'm like, how the hell is he getting away with this? Mm. Um, But, I mean, I don't think it was rigged. But, I mean, if it was rigged, then, you know, good on him. I would rig it too to keep Danny in the show because everyone else was so batshit boring. (laughs) Now, just a few quick listener questions. Mm-hmm. Someone wanted to know, do producers tell you what to do? Is it in any way scripted? Um, I mean, I was never scripted. Producers never told. I mean, they don't tell you what to do. Like, you know, if you're in the diary room, you talk things through with them and it's like, what's better for my game and that sort of stuff. And they can kind of lean you in a direction. But no, like I, I was never told like what to say or anything. So I personally was never scripted. Interesting. Who did you like the most and who were you closest to in the house? Um, my, I'm probably the close, I'm definitely the closest with Charlotte Hall. Like she's one of my best friends, but I'm really, I love Tilly. I love Katie. I love Jess, love SJ, love Sid, love Adriana, Christina. They're probably, they're probably my people. I'd say, and the twins. I love the twins. So pretty much everyone. Who didn't you like? I should have asked. Um, I mean, I didn't get on with, um, like Danny didn't really get on with Danny, did not get on with, um, like big Mitch, like the big muscly one. Like we had nothing in common. 
Brendan and I are fine now. We didn't really get on in the show because obviously I wanted to get rid of him because he was stealing Christina away from me. <laughs> um, I literally forget who was in the house. I mean, I didn't really have much. I didn't have much to do with the Mitch that loves birds. Um, you know, all a few people I didn't really have much to do with. Was there anything that you said during the show, any of like your savage one-liners that didn't get played that you wish did, that you can say to us now? Anything that you wish you could have said? Um, I mean, I said a lot of stuff, but a lot of it wasn't, you know, fit for airing because, I mean, I was like, you know, like I swore at everyone. I mean, I called people every name under the sun. Um, so I think a lot of stuff I said, like, was not airing. But producers would be like, okay, Ari, let's make, you know, let's do that again, but in, like, a PG version that's, you know, <laughs> friendly for TV. So, but, God, I said some filthy stuff in that show, but I just, I can't even remember. <laughs> I loved it. I loved every savage one-liner you had. Oh, thanks, Del. Were there any other hookups in the house that we didn't get to see? I heard rumours that Mitch and Charlotte had a thing going on and then um, Adriana and Danny. Um, so, yeah, so Mitch and Charlotte. So Mitch went to Charlotte and Crystal one. No, this is this is like not verbatim. This is what I've heard on the grapevine. I just heard that Mitch said to Charlotte, I really like you. I'm really keen on you. I'm super interested in you. And, you know, like I'd love to see where this progresses, but – Charlotte McChrystal didn't want any bar of it, so she she kind of shut that down, I think. But I like they didn't hook up. He just I think he just said he liked her and she was like, nah. <laughs> and uh no, Danny no Drana, like nothing happened that I witnessed. So as far as I'm concerned, nothing happened between those two, but yeah, I don't just, think so. Just I mean, I, I, mean I, think, I think Danny definitely tried to put it on Tadron. Like I think he was, you know, he was infatuated with her. But she was like, mm, I'm married. Goodbye. Oh, yeah, she's married. I forgot. Yeah, she's married with three boys. So I think she tried to show uh, it down. Obviously. He definitely, he definitely tried. He was in love with her. Now, have there been any dramas after filming, after the show? Um, uh, see, I stay pretty far. I mean, people don't really – Charlotte Hall's the one to talk to. Every single person tells Charlotte everything and she knows i know nothing people don't tell me shit everyone tells charlotte whole thing she's the one to bloody chat to but i mean jesse and christina didn't really get on so i think there was tension there i mean sid and tilly don't get on i'm pretty sure sid's blocked tilly and tilly's blocked sid oh my god why um who wouldn't get along with tilly i think it was because tilly was upset when sid nominated her or something i don't i don't bloody know um, but I know that they don't really get on. What else happened? I'm trying to think. I mean, Danny and Katie, that's not a very, you know, those two don't get on well at all. Like, they do not see eye to eye one bit. Well, they were posing for photos together at the finale, so it seemed like they'd patch things up. No, not at all. That was literally, they, were, they literally were like, let's post a photo together and break the internet. <laughs> um, but, like, it's not on Katie's half. I mean, I love Katie. She's done nothing wrong. But... I mean, like, definitely stuff with Christina and Brendan. Like, it was going to work, then it wasn't going to work, then it was, then it was. And, like, that was, you know, a very on and off relationship. So that's over? Oh, my God, it's so far over. Yeah, gotcha. I would have liked to see them get together. I think they're cute. Me too, because Christina came and stayed at my house in Sydney because I live five minutes down the road from Brenton. And, you know, like, I dropped off at Brenton's house and they hung out and stuff. But, I mean, nothing happened between the two of them. They just hung out. Well, that's a shame. I know. They'd have hot babies. They would have the hottest face <laughs> ever. 
But no, I just didn't think it was going to work out between the two of them, sadly. And how was the finale? Was it a big night? Any scandals that happened? Um, no, the finale was so boring. Oh, because I mean, COVID. Yeah, exactly. So we were out the back. We all had masks on constantly. Um, you know, we filmed it. And then afterwards, there was like a few chairs behind the stage with some sushi rolls and a couple of beers and everyone was sitting down talking and I was there for five minutes and I was like, I'm going to go see you guys later. So I literally left, but oh, no. You couldn't have even gone and hit the town after. Everything no, was no, shut. No, yeah, everything was shut. So literally nothing happened. It was the most boring night of my life. Why wasn't Flex there? I don't know. She's a bit weird. Hey, like I've never met her because I obviously arrived on day three off the plane and she was already evicted. Um, oh, you didn't even get to meet her. No, I never met her, but... Everyone that I've spoken to is like, she refuses. She hates it. I mean, I think she might be a little bit embarrassed because she was evicted after 20 seconds, but (laughs) I don't know. She's refusing to talk to people. She's just kind of pretending it didn't happen. So, yeah, I don't know. She's a bit strange. But even like like Sid's refusing to do, you know, media and stuff. Like I spoke to Channel 7 the other day for an article and he's like, Sid's refusing us. So I think there's a few people that are just like done with it and want to move on, I guess. I didn't know Sid had like bad vibes like towards it. Um, I, don't know, I don't know. I just the guy that I spoke to channel seven was like, Yes, he's refusing to talk to me and I was like, Okay, I guess he's trying to just, you know, move on from it all. Interesting. Mm. What do you have planned next? What can we look out for with you? Any more shows? Um, yes. I've been speaking with my manager and a couple of people in production and we've got a couple of ideas because I don't think I don't think you've seen the last of me just yet. I think you'll hopefully see me back on your screens soon oh is that a scoop it's a little bit of a scoop i think that yeah i don't think i'm going anywhere just yet i think i think the days of Ari Kimura on your tv are not done just yet are you going on the celebrity big brother i'm not going on that one no because that one i think started filming while we were still filming well no i think it's gonna start filming in the next few weeks because caitlin jenner just arrived in sydney apparently she's on it oh wow i know that they asked conrad still but he said no Oh, yeah. Do you know uh, anyone else that they were talking, like, from production that you heard them saying they were getting or trying I to get? Heard a rumor that, I heard a rumour that they wanted Tully to go on it. Oh. I know that Conrad Saul said no, but I think that's all. But no, I'm not going on Celebrity Big Brother. I mean, you might see me for All Star Big Brother in a couple of years' time, but between that and now, you might see me around. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that. Oh, thanks, Dom. Me too. Yay. Well, keep us posted. Slide oh, into my hi. DMs and let me know once you can talk about oh, it. Oh, anytime I do a show, I'll give you the inside girl. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for chatting and spilling the tea. No worries, Thank you. No and worries. keep the Having... savage one-liners coming. I will. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> I'll talk soon. Thank you. That's all the exclusive tea I've got for you drama queens today. I hope you enjoyed my juicy chat with Ari. I adored chatting to him. Like that was such a fun interview. He is such a savage queen and I am here for it. I forgot to ask him what I would be. You know how Big Brother asked him to say what each contestant would be if they were a brand? I forgot to ask him what I would be. Hopefully he would say I'm like at least Prada, maybe Gucci, maybe even Mozilla. We can only hope. Guys, before you go, don't forget to buy tickets to my live show in Melbourne on November 7 at the Great Australian Podcast Festival. It is going to be so much fun. So much tea is going to be spilt on that stage in the flesh, in person, in real time. 
Do not miss that. There is a link in the show notes for tickets. There is also a link in the show notes for my Patreon. Lots of juicy goss on there at the moment that is way too incriminating to publish anywhere else. Seriously. I still have 50% off all merch on the website. Head to sodramaticmedia.com and use the code BIRTHDAY to get yourself some cute merch. You are seriously not a True Drama Army member if you have not got official merch. Just saying. And as always, please leave me a review and a rating. Five stars only, of course. Subscribe, follow, do all of the things. Your support means more to me than Ralph Lauren shirts mean to Ari. Make sure you're also following me on my new Instagram account at So Dramatic Media, Twitter at So Dramatic Pod. And don't forget to join the Facebook cult. There's also a public page as well for daily gossip updates. And don't forget to keep the kettle boiling and keep sending in your tips and receipts to tips at sodramaticmedia.com or slide into my DMs if urgent. I will be back in your ears on Monday at 5am on the dot. Unless, of course, some urgent drama unfolds before then. Let's pray it doesn't because I'm looking forward to a quiet weekend for a change. Goodbye, good riddance, and good luck. Ciao for now. Kind regards. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. So dramatic with Megan Pacetto.